I had a question come in the other day. How do I tell if I'm doing a fake martial art? First of all, if you're asking that question, you probably are. There's not a nice way to put it, but you can tell the difference. So first, before I go any further, let's define what a martial art is, and we'll take it from there. Martial means military. Art, of course, is the personal expression of whatever activity. It could be painting, it could be drawing, it could be cooking, it could be dance or military tactics, for example. So when you, we say martial art, we encompass a pretty broad spectrum. It can be boxing, wrestling, grappling, judo, jiu-jitsu, Chinese boxing. Uh, it could be archery, spear fighting, knife fighting, uh, tank battles, whatever. If we're using tanks, for example, at first we would just be learning how to drive the tank. And then at some point, if we were allowed... If the tank commander in that tank were allowed to do whatever they thought was a good idea, that that expression, their expression of tactics and decision making would be an art rather than a science. And I think today, today in the military, the focus is often on a martial science because you need people to follow orders and do what they're told. So there isn't a lot of opportunity for someone to reach the level of personalized expression in their job, necessarily. That's not saying it doesn't happen. It does, especially in jobs that had more, have more autonomy. You'll see a higher prevalence of that. In martial arts, we're not training to be robots. We're training to learn the art to a level that we start to personalize it. We start to make it fit our own body type, our own movement patterns, our own flexibility, our own strength, and not copy someone else. We only do that initially so that we can learn. And then from there, we evolve to be our own animal, really. Now that we've kind of nailed down what martial arts is, Let's talk about fake. Fake can mean a lot of different things. Let's posit a few different scenarios. In one scenario, we are going into martial arts gyms like boxing, judo, jujitsu, wrestling, an archery school. We go in and we see what? We see people throwing each other in judo. We see boxers punching each other. We see wrestlers wrestling with each other. We see grapplers grappling, grappling with one another. We see archers shooting their arrows at targets. Then we walk into another type of martial arts gym, and we see people standing in stances for two minutes or five minutes or 20 minutes. And then we see them practicing forms in the air for 40 minutes or 30 minutes. And then we see them 
sparring at the end for five or ten minutes. There's different types of classes entirely there. And the problem with the latter is in unless the sparring is connected to the forms, then why what's the point of even sparring? Because people aren't learning and I experienced this myself. People aren't learning to connect what they're doing in the forms to what they're doing in sparring. So it basically turns into bad kickboxing. So is that fake? Well, let's think about it for a second. Here's a couple of ways to look at it. When you're training to use a sword, are you practicing how to stand with the sword? Probably not. You're practicing swinging the sword. You're practicing cutting, slicing, maybe drawing or putting it away, but not just standing there with a sword. So why are we doing that in a martial arts class? Why are we just standing in stances? Oh, it's to strengthen the mind, strengthen the body. Yeah, I'd rather be doing that by going through the repetitions of the skills that I'm supposed to be learning. That's personal opinion. If you enjoy that, there's nothing wrong with it. But it's not martial arts. When I was in the military, for example, in boot camp, we learned to use bayonets. And in that bayonet training, we didn't practice how to stand with the bayonet. Maybe like two seconds, that was it. But we didn't practice it. You put the bayonet on the end of your rifle and then we practiced thrusting we practiced slicing and once we practiced that with our footwork and timing we went over to these straw dummies and we started stabbing them while yelling the heart pumps kool-aid drill sergeant that's how we did bayonet training when we did hand-to-hand combat training we had partners and we practiced Throwing at the time that I was in, it was mostly judo techniques, and we practiced throwing each other. Where is this idea that we're going to spend a bulk of our class practicing standing there in a stance that when you're actually fighting is something that's transitional? Because it's usually, in Chinese anyway, it's called ma bu. And bu doesn't mean stance. It means step. That's a big indicator right there of where our focus should be in that move. So again, fake is tricky because we could make a class with stance training, forms training, and then sparring, and we justify it and say, no, it's real martial arts training. Well, you are sparring. I wouldn't say it's effective martial arts training. So is it fake? No. Is it effective? No. So if you are trying to do martial arts because you want to learn to defend yourself or you want to learn to fight or you want to be empowered by knowing those things, then you need to do a martial art that looks like the former where you walk in and you see people sparring the whole class or practicing techniques the whole class. If 
we're training in a gym that is only doing forms, that's not martial arts. It's martial dance is really what it comes down to. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's good cardio or athleticism. It's like gymnastics. It's like a gymnastics floor routine, if you will. So I do not fault anyone at all for wanting to do that and enjoying it. I did it for years. That's not why I got into martial arts. So I ended up being a little bitter about it. But eventually I got over that, or so I like to believe. (laughs) At the end of the day, if someone wants to do that and they know that's why they want to do it, then go for it. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. It's martial dance. That's what it is. The only problem I have with that type of training is if you believe that you're learning to fight. Or if a teacher is allowing you to believe that you're learning to fight or that you can fight. That's where I think there's a breakdown and where it starts to become dishonest. So that part I do think is fake and phony. There are other extremes out there where you see people doing no-touch knockouts. You see people pushing people without touching them or telling stories that they'll be able to push people without touching them. Uh, When I started Mantis Boxing, I met a good friend of mine back then that had started training in Tai Chi at the same time. And I remember we would get together, we'd do some sparring, some drilling, and he was more interested in what I was doing than what he was doing, but he thought he needed it, so he kept doing it. But we'd get together, and he was telling me that in his class, they told him if he keeps training for 10 years, he's going to be able to express his chi outside of his body. And if he trains for 15 years, he's going to be able to start to move inanimate objects. If he keeps training diligently for 20 years, he'll be able to push somebody through a wall without touching them. I'm not making this up. This is no joke. I was floored. I was like, wow, that's the best sales pitch I have ever heard. Way to get long-term customers. Oh, yeah, you stick with this, and in 20 years, you're going to have magic powers. Woo, okay, all right, well, 20 years? How many people are going to stick around and find out if that's true or not? How many people are going to remember that? after being there for 20 years or hey you know what you've been here 20 years and that's not working yeah there's something wrong with you you just aren't working hard enough or you just don't believe hard enough whatever the excuse is charlatans are charlatans no matter what industry they're in and in martial arts sometimes they're allowed to reign like kings for far too long It's not up to me to police the world or be the sheriff of martial arts, so let people do what they're going to do. But to answer your questions, and hopefully I'm helping, if you, that's how one of the, those are some of the things that you can see and know that you're in a fake martial arts school. 
If you really want to know how to fight, you want to know how to defend yourself, then find a school that the class makeup exists on. Okay, you're doing pad work, you're doing bag work, you're drilling techniques with partners, the whole class, and then you're sparring in the end. And there's actually, hopefully, some cohesion into between the drilling and the sparring. And eventually you see some of your drills start to manifest in live live action sparring. Doesn't mean that you have to go get hurt and busted up in your training to be doing real martial arts. I actually don't advocate that type of real that t- type of quote unquote real training. That's test environment. Go enter a competition, go enter a cage match, whatever you want to do, test it like that, but in the gym you should be training safely uh, at a fair fairly moderate speed. So, and within good control limits so we're not hurting each other and we can continue to train. Anyway, that's what I got for you guys today. Hopefully that was helpful and I appreciate the question. So keep sending them my way. Have a good one.